Welcome to the Amateur Skeptics Podcast number 289. I'm your host, Brian. Joining me this evening, Mac. Still talking about Bruno since long before I didn't know that we didn't. Oh, okay. <laughs> we have Ian with us again. Greetings. As far as I know, I still exist. Although this could just be a ghostly voice. <laughs> and Mad Cat is with us. Bruno, like Billy Bear's cousin or something? <laughs> and we have the dumbass himself. Huh? What? Who? Where am I? Who are you people? Who am I? I hit him too hard. That is the S Essentials question that we are here to answer. Who are you, dumbass? This is your life. Ooh. Yeah. All right. Will that explain why I'm tied to this bed? <laughs> we'll get there eventually. Uh, I'm like, you had an interesting meeting already. A couple nights ago when we were watching the show and you screamed all of a sudden. And why, are we, why am I wearing these watermelons on my feet? I don't remember telling you to do that. No one? Okay, more stuff. No one, no one knows that, that one? That. You know that one? Oh, I love Mystery Men. Yeah, of course. <laughs> All right. Hey, guess what? Ian is 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 uh, pimping his shit again. Oh. Ian's latest fiction release, Tales of the Enforcer. So, and the way I'm pitching this, the, the, the sales for this is, if you're done with Harry Potter for various reasons, try this out. This is um, Modern World... Um, hidden magic, urban fantasy stuff, a bit more adult than Harry Potter. Um, I myself am not a transphobe, so you know. How much? How much more adult is what I want to know? Um, I don't. Yeah, I, I think you can let your work speak your, speak for yourself about not being a transphobe. I mean, like uh, <laughs> you're uh, like pretty much everything you've written. So I, I don't think you need to state that out loud at this point. And, just making the the comparison, so you know. But uh, <laughs> not sexual, um, but definitely much more gruesome, much more. So it's not. Uh, so it's not a romance novel. No. When, you, novel when are you going to write a romance novel? Well, first off, it's not a novel. It is a collection of short stories. Weirdly enough, I these were written long ago. Or parts of them were written long ago, and I have like a, a group of. I still have a whole other batch of these that I've never finished. But these are the ones that were finished, one of which has been published before. And basically, they're like magical cops that are dealing with criminals that get into the non-magical world, and then they have to deal with it and reel it all in and clean up the messes. Um, as for a romance novel, yeah. have you not read the first George Ramon novel? Well, okay. That's pretty I mean, close. especially the flashback story, that is... So, but you did, did romance. you, okay, but I mean, did you publish romance, that? Especially as the third one has a whole slaughter in did, the middle of it and a bunch of people uh, die. I mean, did you? That brings really up an interesting enough, question, though. Like, how much romance does it, does it require to be part of a, a novel for it to be termed as a romance See, but here's the thing. I, I don't think that you advertised it as a romance novel, did you? I advertised it as the ultimate cross-genre novel, and I might have mentioned some of that stuff it being a romance. Well, I think I think you might get better sales if, if you if you would have called it a romance <laughs> novel because they're, they're the highest-selling books in the world, right? The, the mm. highest-grossing. That's the highest-grossing mark in the world. Tap into that is what I'm telling you oh, to do. Yeah, and I'm just wondering how much you need in order to justify that because – uh, like almost every adventure story yeah. has some sort of romance yeah. uh, guy meeting, yeah. I guess, I, real kind of thing. But if if you look at just the flashback story from the first George Ramon novel, that is basically when Harry met Sally, except for the last part ends in a magical duel where a bunch of people die instead of a New Year's Eve party. Well, if your publicist didn't have you putting that up as a romance novel, they, they didn't do you any favors. 
I am my own publicist. Well, oh, we'll you see. That? You did oh, yourself. Oh, no I see. Favors. Yeah, yeah. See that. You that's did yourself no favors. Yeah. yeah. I think that's part of the problem. I don't quite know how to do the publicist stuff, but I'm, I I hired myself to be the publicist. Well, yeah, uh, I would Ian, fire him. I would fire that Ian, publicist. Your, uh, your your new book. Uh, do you start it with in the criminal justice system? Magically based offenses are considered especially heinous. Mm-hmm. But anyway, Brian, um, if I could find a publicist that would work. For the amount I'm paying my present publicist, I would hire them in a moment. Oh. You know, I think I think a good I think a good fantasy uh, romance story does need to have a scene where somebody is uh, running through a facility in order to stop a woman from uh, catching a portal to somewhere else. Oh, I like it. I, right, I like right. that a lot. That's good. They have to have that that hair flying behind them, like <laughs> yo, floofy, fluffy. Here's the thing, Ian. You didn't ask us. We could have told you what what you need to do. We, we we will guide you. We will be you, we well, will be well, your mentors. You no problem. I would have just asked you the important question: Are they fighting or fucking right now? <laughs> and it, I could try to redo. It'd be interesting if I could remarket it. It is possible, but don't do it as I a. It, it, I mean, there's got to be a sex scene. You can't have a sexless romance. Those are the worst. Well, those yeah, those are garbage. You, you you've listened to to the audiobook, haven't you? Oh, I have. Yeah, yeah. There's at least yeah. two sex scenes yep. I can think okay. of right off the bat in the um, first George Armand novel. One with George Armand. So yeah, yeah. I mean, and I, I I will admit I don't go into detail on any of them. That's how I write. You don't sex you don't have to. I mean, I, I think I think that I yeah. think that's okay, right? But we'll, yeah. but what we don't want is a Christian romance novel. That we don't want that. <laughs> no. Oh, the, Two, two gay dragons going out in the middle of the field is not no, a yeah. Christian see, but that, but that's thing. good. That there you go. Now you've got your romance novel. You just marketed <laughs> it wrong. Okay, I'll have to look into what I can do to get Amazon to remarket it. Yeah, there you go. Fix this. Flowing hair. <laughs> two gay dragons. That that's that that's top seller list there. Mm-hmm. Are that or the beginning of a joke if they walk into a bar? <laughs> that, that is true. <laughs> Oh yeah, oh yeah. Okay, that's the thing that uh, with a, with a romance novel, there must be a happily ever after. My my wife just made sure that it, that, um, that I told you that. Yes, oh, for yeah. for it to be romance well, novel, happily ever after. Otherwise, well, if something happens, you announce a tragedy, and you, sir, need to you you. We want we want that sweet sweet romance money. There's and still, in fact, there's still conflict, but George Raymond at the to- at the present time within the novels have been together for like four or five thousand years. There we go. See, but the, but, well, but the end of the I book mean, can have a happily ever after. Happily ever after than that, and they're a great couple. Well, there. Okay, there we yeah, go. You, see, you've got it. They have uh, posed uh, in front of uh, uh, over a picturesque uh, uh, cliff, uh, one holding the other as they stare off into the distance. <laughs> I think you shirtless. They must be shirtless as well. Yeah. I mean, they had they they got they still have a happily ever after. But 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 you went you're gonna have to go back and maybe 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 more capture more that that you know when they that that first story of how they came together, and uh, and 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 that might be your romance novel. That that, that this is gonna kick your career off. I I, I think you I think uh-huh. you've written the romance uh-huh. novel. It's just that your your publicist is terrible. Yeah. Honestly, if I just took out the flashback, that would be a romance story because you have the first part where they meet. They don't really know about each other. The second part is when they actually get intimate because they, they yep. form the bond and they form the relationship. Uh, but it ends kind of like, I don't know if we can be together again. And then the third part goes all out, psycho hell, and at the end, they're together. Yeah, that's a romance. See, that's the happily ever after. Dude, you did it, and you just marketed it wrong. Mm-hmm. And you've got to throw an epilogue in there where they have a child, though. That no, no, that, no, that, that's not important. No, 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 no. Don't, don't ruin, don't ruin this romance. No children. 
that, I kind probably... of think that in order to for to uh, to legitimately uh, claim to be uh, uh, putting out a romance novel, you need to add in a lot more smut. No, you don't. You don't have to have. You don't have to have a whole bunch of smut for a romance novel. There just there has to be that. That I think you do. No, you don't. I think he's got one. That's a romance novel right there. <laughs> Market that thing as a romance novel. It's gonna sell better. Yeah. And Mac, considering over the years how many people they've more or less adopted into their very odd family, they have children. There you go. See. Well, see. There you go. You got an epilogue now. <laughs> so you didn't want to toss any eggs, did you? <laughs> All right, now that we've fixed Ian's career, let's move on. <laughs> okay. All right, what time is oh, it? What time is it? Yeah, it what time is, is it? What time is it? Yeah, what time is you it? You don't know what time it is? I, I, well, well, I don't know. I want you to tell me. Well, it is Ian and Dumbass's Masturbation Moment, brought to you by the Dumbass Media Empire. The Amateur Skeptics present Ian's Masturbation Moment, brought to you by the Dumbass Media Empire. The Dumbass Media Empire, bringing you content that touches people while they touch themselves. And it is time to talk about actual, literally mind-blowing sex. Right. Here's our <laughs> romance novel. <laughs> no, uh, apparently... Or did you want me to say it differently? No, it's fine. <laughs> We're good. I'll, sure? fi- I'll fix it in post. Okay. No, apparently not only is it an expression having mind-blowing sex, it actually can happen. Basically, a, a women can actually experience an intense enough orgasm that they will lose their memory of up to, like, the last 24 hours. So we lose this our has, minds? This has been recorded to happen. Um, now, yeah. it, it, is, it is generally in the older women and stuff. It's called transient global amnesia. Wow. And it actually, basically, it, and if you think about it, there's a certain logic to it. Uh, it now, like, so one point, this is generally um, people between the ages of 50 and 70, so up there a bit in age. And during the um, act, blood flow gets a bit funky, and they don't quite get, you know, the blood flow alternates around where it's supposed to go in the brain a bit. And in the aftermath of it, they can completely be confused as to where they are and have lost a day's worth of memories that normally will come back to them. But they will, for a time, be, wait a minute, what happened the last day? Yeah, so they made some connections to hypoxia um, right. in the article. Or a heart attack? No, not heart attack. No, no, that's why I know to, I, I, oh, go ahead. No, not make your joke. Uh, you know, you, we, we were going to actually, I was going to make a, a joke, but uh, you were actually going to put in uh, legitimate information, and I wasn't <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Oh, I messed you up with facts. <laughs> Oh, you are the one, sir, who should go first. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I, yeah, so I, I, I read this, and I'm a little I, – I, I, there's one incident that they, they talked about where they think that might be the case, case right? They, they, they made a connection there, but I don't know how strong that connection really well, that was. Well, that was the initial Then you have a whole thing on post-female orgasm TGA case study, and that gets a bit more detailed. Um, don't you get any? How many cases did they – TGA, to get any, yeah. Because this one's um, not the same um, patient. No, so they did notice that it happened at other times, right? So it wasn't just, it's not like that this is just having sex, but they, but so they also, the other thing that they might have, that that they said it could be connected to is a stroke, right? I mean, so so it can connect a stroke. I mean, that's in there as well. Things that trigger um, funky blood flow in the body. 
And, you know, the, and strokes do come from that as well. Although the, um, in the initial article, it's talking about comparing uh, the accent of having an orgasm, comparing it to lifting weights and squatting over a toilet and stuff and doing things that kind of really intensify the blood flow in funny ways. Um, the bigger one, so it's a second um, article here that's like a, a, an actual case study, uh, post-female orgasm TGA case study. And it's a completely different person than in the initial. Um, we have at least two cases within these articles. I thought there was and, more. And this, in this one, one, and this one's oh yeah. So, okay, so this one's also so. So this is post post female orgasm transcendent global amnesia. Transient global amnesia. transient global amnesia. Yeah. So for forgettable orgasms. So are they so good they're that that they're forgettable? Or are they are they so bad <laughs> that they're forgettable? What what happened here? Which is, you know, um, I, I, I think uh, uh, the per, what, whoever their partner is will spend. Like I, I know they were probably concerned <laughs> at the time, but when they when they figure out what happened, I, I bet you know there's a whole lot of <laughs> winking and. Uh, oh yeah. Eh, eh, eh. <laughs> well, calling it a transient global amnesia, which they call TGA, wasn't that a, like a JPEG or something? TGA. Um, they're saying it's a well-recognized clinical diagnosis described as a clinical syndrome characterized by the sudden onset of anterograde and retrograde amnesia that lasts up to 24 hours, often preceded by emotional stress or physical effort. There is dispute over the etiology, and it is often a diagnosis of exclusion. Hodges and Morlow have set out criteria for the syndrome in 1990, C Table 1, which has been used as the foundation of TGA diagnosis. There have been case reports of post-coital and post-orgasm TGA. Yeah, so while this one focuses on one specific case, they're saying that there's been... You know, this is not an unusual thing. They have had other cases of it reported. But, but didn't they say that, that this could also happen from, like... Any sort of uh, like strenuous activity? Yeah, but in this case, these are happening after sexual um, contact. Right, but you could. Do, but this could happen after doing a run. Yes. Right. Uh, so, so, anything, so there's not necessarily kinda... anything special about the, about the, about the fact they were having sex, other than the fact that it happened that these ones happen to happen, and so it makes it more right. salacious. But you could the same thing could happen after after going for a jog. Right uh, under certain conditions. Even, even still, I still imagine the 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 partners. Uh, they're, they're just telling yeah. everybody they know. Like, oh, we were so worried about Cheryl the other day. Thought thought <laughs> things were going wrong with her mind. Turned out uh, we got a little too active at night. If you <laughs> yeah. know what I mean. Yeah, Brian. That's the point. Is you can brag about it if you can say yes. I gave my partner a mind blowing orgasm that was so intense. Can't her memory was wiped for a day afterwards. <laughs> no, no, so some of the stuff. Normally, it's a one-off thing. Um, if you read all this stuff, they're saying it's not something that seems to be reoccurring. However the conditions are, it only happens to them once. They get over it, move on. I, maybe they're more cautious or whatever. That would be but, amazing but... If, they, if it happened every time they were <laughs> That would be scary, but yeah. Oh, my God. Um, okay, there are some people who say that's the best way to die anyway. <laughs> you know, let's talk about the... Let's talk about the real memory problem when it comes to sex. You know, you don't talk anywhere in here about guys, but it's it's almost it's almost a certainty that after some mind-blowing sex, the guy just simply cannot remember the woman's name afterwards. 
<laughs> you never oh. have an excuse. Oh, you say, oh, oh, yeah. Oh, I must be suffering from GAD. Damn, that was so good sex. Sorry about that. Good thing they have uh, that we have cell phones nowadays, huh? <laughs> what was your name again? All the guys went flat. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, so I mean, this is while it's interesting, and of course, the, the fact that you can make that connection is interesting. I mean, so the, we're talking about we're talking about women fifty to seventy. Right or or I mean, could it? What about eighty? I mean, what what about older? Did, does it does the this is it, did it doesn't go away? Say, you figure it's still probably good. there, but or is that just because yeah. we don't have data there? Well, what one fifty to seventy is going to be uncomfortable enough to talk about? Yeah, sex life fifty to seventy, but once hit over the seventy mark, you know maybe that's where the doc's like, I really don't want to know about their sex life. I'm gonna... yeah. There's some said there's seventy some seventy year old right now that's pissed at you. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I'm not saying it's me. I'm saying it's the doctors and society in general that don't want to right. talk about people's sex life over. Wait, who who says that? Who? No, I don't think that. that come on, <laughs> you don't want you don't want to. I want to talk about it, but you might not want to. Would these be these same doctors who are prescribing little blue pills to elderly men? Would these be the same doctors who hate her? Hate her? In, in all in all the ads, they hate her because of whatever it is, her skin cream or. Oh, <laughs> I haven't seen those. Yeah, that's what it is, all right. <laughs> Dermatologists hate her because of this one easy trick. Oh, <laughs> look younger with this one easy trick. And then you click yeah. on the article, you get to the end of it and doctors go, wait, what was the trick? That's it. right, doctors don't want you to know about it. Yeah, yeah. Nope. God. Nope. Yeah, doctors don't want you to know about this one easy trick. Yeah, it's because it'll kill you. Yeah, that right. <laughs> well, it, it's interesting, um, but but any physical activity could cause this. But if you're lucky, it happens during orgasm. <laughs> it gives men something to strive for. Oh, is that what it is? Yes. <laughs> or women. <laughs> Older people can be uh, gay too. <laughs> fair point. But it, yeah, that is a fair point. So uh, here, th- Florida has one weird trick to help people save on their taxes. Click here. <laughs> so, um, talk into this... directly into the mic, Mac. Talk directly into the mic. I'm sorry, you floored me, man. <laughs> um, the the clickbait with the clickbait intro that was fantastic. Oh, thank you. Mm-hmm. All right. So basically, this uh, sheriff down in Florida. Uh, Sheriff Johnson from Florida. Well, yeah, I was looking for the county, though. <laughs> it's Florida. Does it matter? <laughs> uh, Santa Rosa County. Santa Rosa County. Anyway, Sheriff uh, Bob Johnson. It's Sheriff Bob Johnson. Uh, I'm for, I'm forget. I'm thinking that it may be Bob Johnson, but the first name may actually be Lyndon, and he goes by Lyndon B. Oh boy. Anyway. And he's not from Texas. No, he's not from Texas. Apparently he is from, although you know, with his with his tagline, he could be. Um, he basically, after a after getting a call out to try to to arrest a seventeen time housebreaker who has, I think, uh, nine active charges and nine uh, nine trials coming up, I believe. Anyway, he said, you know, if you if you have an intruder. Just shoot them. It'll save the taxpayers money. <laughs> and he said this at a press conference. At a press conference. 
Uh, he also added details about the fact that they are running a free gun safety class, which should improve your accuracy when firing at Okay, but here's the thing is that they're looking for the homeowner, right? Because the, 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 the homeowner has disappeared. Yeah, the homeowner hasn't come forward. Right. And, like, and listen, the homeowner, he says the homeowner did nothing wrong. And, and, and they're happy with what they did. You you need to come forward, and, and we want you to take this gun safety course because the next time you do this, because they fired several shots, and all and all the guy did was get some scratches from branches. They want to make sure that he can hit better next time. He want they want to make sure the homeowner kills him next time. Yeah, want him to be a better <laughs> shot. Okay. Right. So he wants the homeowner to be a better shot. They, his only the sheriff's only problem with what happened here is that he didn't kill him. I guess he's all about gun control. <laughs> What's <laughs> To me, that's one of the most messed up things you can say, though. That there's a good chance the homeowner didn't want to kill the guy. I know I personally don't think I'd ever um, want to kill someone. The idea that, hey, it's a good thing to kill people is not something you want to invest into the general public. It's a good thing most people don't want to kill. <laughs> and to be saying, be bloodthirsty, that's not a healthy mentality you, you actually want everyone to have. And I, I defend the idea that, yeah... You're going to fire someone and purposely miss because you don't want the idea of having a death on your conscience. Does right. that mean that I should go to jail? Did you shoot somebody? Not lately. <laughs> <laughs> you know, maybe maybe the homeowner asked the intruder, "Do you want to be dead or running?" Here's the, here's the thing, though, that I, I am I'm imagining that his constituents in in uh, in Santa Rosa County, Santa, yeah, uh, I I. I, I I bet you there's not a lot of pushback locally for him on this. I think I'm I bet you that, that this is going to be re-election. fine. Yeah, I think so. He he probably did. I mean, this is, and it tells you how uh, it tells you how the sheriff's department is going to pursue these things, right? You know now as a homeowner that with this current sheriff, if you shoot somebody breaking into your house, that it, I mean, it, well, staged or not, right? You you know, it, depending on you know, you, you're going to be okay. So this this right now is a good way to commit a homicide. Gets you know have somebody come in, shoot them in your house, and say they were robbing you. Hmm. What uh, what Brian found interesting though also is who is reporting on this and what their slant is. Oh yeah, so this is good too. So who who all who all is reporting on this? Uh, Fox News reported on it. <laughs> the Daily Mail reported on it. Oh, sorry, Daily they, Fail. The Daily Fail. Yeah. Uh, ConcealedNation.org reported on it. I'm surprised. Well, as Canadians didn't. Well, no, that's interesting. No, no Canadian paper reported on this. But you said Breitbart also, right? And and what's their slant? Breitbart. Did, what, yes. and what's their slant? Are they, I mean, they're, they're definitely pro sheriff here, right? I believe so. I mean, I, I guess I guess legally the sheriff's not wrong, but man, it's a little bit distasteful. Well, way back in podcast number thirty, we talked all about all the different states with uh, with the. Uh, with the make my day laws, stand your ground laws, etc., and you know the laws are pretty clear based upon whatever place you're at. If they're in, you know, if it's you know if it's Colorado, for instance, if they are in your home and you suspect that they are there to do you harm, which is possibly evident by the fact that they are in your home and you don't know them, <laughs> then you you fill them with lead and call them a pencil. Okay, but how much should law enforcement be encouraging this? I mean, yeah. and the, the, the thing too is that uh, uh, I, I think uh, people, uh, uh, I, I guess, uh, people who like uh, are really afraid of this, they they have this idea of uh, home thieves as people who uh, you, you are coming in armed, um, 
uh, and willing to like uh, fight for your stuff. Yeah, the vast uh, really, ma- we yeah, know for like, a fact yeah. the vast majority of burglars are not armed. Right, the, these and, are they, and they're, they basically they're they're crimes of opportunity. Right, they exactly. They, yep. they, they're, they're hoping your house will be uh, uh, empty, yep. and if it's not empty, they're hoping you're going to stay asleep while they grab some of your things and take off. I think in general, no, burglars mean, don't break into homes they think that people are in. Right, that they just don't yeah, want no. that. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, and this is Florida, so you could say that you thought it was a boa constrictor or a tegu. Yeah, and you could. See, I've, I've never or gotten. I've never gotten the justification to shoot someone just for trespassing because you, well, yeah, it's your land and they are there illegally, but are they going to do any harm? Are they doing anything to actually hurt you? Are they planning to, you don't know any of that. They could be cutting through for a shortcut, but people will justify, oh, they've trespassed on my land. I get to shoot them. Well, and so in places like they broken through my door. Well, that's, yeah, but in Florida and in Texas, you know, pretty much. Uh, pretty easy. Yeah. That, 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 I mean, that is that is the law. <laughs> yeah, and it, it, to me, it's not a health mentality to let anyone have. The, the idea should be, you. If, if you're going to shoot and kill someone, that should be the very, very, very last resort. You should not automatically think, oh, he's, he's broken into my house, I get to kill him now. So, but the, but the sheriff is out there saying, encouraging it. That's, that's the, the piece of the article that is probably yeah. the most fascinating. It is. It's absolutely incredible. He's he's couching it in save the taxpayers some money, which is really a very <laughs> very cynical outlook. Oh well, yeah. But what about paying for the mental health? This guy has been breaking into places, and how many um, how many court cases he has? Well, this happens to be a repeat offender, money? right? We're we're talking about a repeat offender in this case, right? That, that multiple they repeat offenders, right? But that's not always going to be the case. Seventeen break-ins. Now, but what about, the, um, cost, what about the mental health cost to the person who actually does the shooting, who then is having nightmares and other issues relating to trying to come to terms with the fact they just killed someone? I'm sure that's the kind right. of mental health that the sheriff would like to pay for. <laughs> right. Because we know, we know how much the conservatives want to help people that have health issues to be able to afford to pay their bills and get the help they need for next to nothing or free, right? Helping people yeah, that help themselves starts with bullets. <laughs> I thought they just sent them to other uh, counties or other uh, states. No, you're thinking of pedophile priests. <laughs> oh, I thought those ones went to Mars for those. Uh... But yeah, so but it is. No, thinking, no, no, no. You're thinking of Nazi. <laughs> oh, right, right. No, the Nazis are on the moon. <laughs> but it is. That's what they want you to think. But what's telling about this is that who birds. who picked this up and is 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 you know is promoting this this kind of behavior and and I don't think any of these articles really take a critical bent as to whether or not this 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 is okay for for the sheriff to do all of these right. all of these articles Breitbart you know I I imagine the Fox News I mean yeah I don't think you have to imagine too hard probably not it's Fox yeah News. probably not yeah I, so uh, yeah. It, it, I, you know, I didn't read all those articles. Is, is there is there an, another interesting take in any of them? Not that I saw. Besides the factor that it would cost you maybe, you know, a couple dollars for a bullet instead of, you know, a couple thousand or more for, you know, the uh, court cases. That's it. So one of the things that when I took the concealed weapons permit course that the guide said is, is, is assume every bullet 
has it has a lawsuit attached to it, mm-hmm. right? Assume you're going to get sued, but and what they but what they also teach you is that if you're going to fire, fire to kill. You don't fire to wound. You if you're going to do it, you 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 want the at the end of the day for yours to be the only story that can be told, mm-hmm. and, and that and and I I I I'm not comfortable with that mentality. Yeah. Well, that's I, I, I think the last time we really talked about this was the whole um, Trayvon Martin incident, where we were talking about some of the same kind of stuff. Because at that same time, in Florida, a woman had fired at her abusive boyfriend or husband, or whatever, not shooting him, but fired at him to scare him away, and she um, couldn't say um, it was a um, standard ground thing. She was actually being prosecuted for not killing him, but for shooting at him to scare him away. And so uh, we, I, I remember us talking about this exact same thing back then because we have one guy who killed a kid and his story is the only one everyone gets to hear. Right. So we don't know the full facts. We get very detailed. This is what I'm claiming happened. And look how abused I was, even though I was perfectly fine to walk away afterwards. But he was going to hurt me so badly. While we have a, a direct case of there was no doubt in the world that she was being attacked by this guy. But instead of killing him, she shot at him. And so she's going to be prosecuted and going to jail while a guy who killed a um, kid in cold blood gets away free and becomes a hero for the um, conservative party. Yep. That's it. Well, Absolutely. Yeah, but, uh, you got to admit that they, 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 they have to set an example that uh, they don't want women to have guns. <laughs> or abortions. <laughs> or abortions. All right. Those are, those are definitely different topics. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, 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 I see what you're saying now. Yeah, no, that, that was one thing that popped in my head um, with this is, you know, we have more or less talked about it before um, during a time where there was a lot of hypocrisy going on about the law. And, you know, I, so I could see why this homeowner might not want to come out because, like, wait a moment. If, if this one woman did basically the exact same thing I just did, she goes to jail for it. No, I'm not going to come forward to the police saying I did it because... They might prosecute me because I didn't kill the guy. This is a little bit different, though, situation because it is a stand my ground situation, it, it, it yeah. providing that he was breaking into the house. But you know, Brian, if this if this took place in Texas, would the homeowner be prosecuted for missing the guy? Oh, most definitely, and and then he would have yeah. been deported. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> American well, citizen or not, he's out of here. No, 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 we're deporting you. So, Brian, how do you feel about um your governor spending a whole bunch of money to? Give um, people waiting for their um, time in court for um, to plead their cases a free trip to Washington D.C. Yeah, boy, that is something, isn't it? Um, I, I wow. think I think he's out of his jurisdiction because I think immigration is is the responsibility of the federal government and not his. And everyone he sent is not actually in the United States illegally anymore. They have. Um, asked for asylum, which means they're in a legal process and can remain legally in the United States until the process has um, played out. Mm-hmm. Well, and then remember, all, remember he changed the border rules and 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 he and so all of the trucks uh, yeah. coming in and out, he held them up for hours and he what he killed mil- a couple million dollars in revenue and produce. I, I, I thought it was like four point five billion. Yeah. Oh, is it in, is that high um, now? Yeah. That's why that's the last stuff I was seeing. It cost Texas four point five billion. So here's what what, one weird trick that cost you five billion dollars. So are are you scared that he might get reelected? I think he's going to get reelected. Who's running against him that stands a chance? Beto O'Rourke. Yeah. Oh well, I mean, I I I I like Beto O'Rourke. Uh, I don't love him, 
by any means. He's, you know, I, I think that his stance on guns uh, is not palatable here in Texas. Um, whether I like it or not, right? Right. Uh, it, uh, I, I think he, I think he, I, I don't think he'll be our next governor. I, I think that uh, our governor will be reelected. So, Sig Heil, long live my governor. <laughs> well, at least it wasn't. It's not like you had Klein or anything. So yeah, yeah. So no. So lots of lots of fun stuff going on in Texas. But let's yeah. let's let's get off of Texas and let's get back to uh, to what DNA can do for you. <laughs> Click here. Area. So yes, um, uh, scientists have basically created an organism from scratch. Now, um, the technology involved here, uh, for for a while now, we've been uh, able to. We have these machines that you can actually basically print out strands uh, of DNA, um, and um, uh, uh, they've been getting better and better at it. Um, uh, now, before this, uh, they uh, coded a DNA segment, uh, which was about a million segments long. Um, and um, now um, they, they've got to the point where they're doing uh, uh, four million uh, segments, and which was enough for them to uh, basically... Well, what they did was they, they took a bacteria. It was an E. coli bacteria, which uh, for those of you who recognize that, that is the poop bacteria. <laughs> <laughs> they, they replaced its DNA segment by segment, basically digging out all of the um, bacteria's innards, replacing it with the DNA that they printed out, um, and it survived. So it, with, a, with a DNA that was fully printed out by humans. So um, is, does this get us closer to abiogenesis? <laughs> I don't know, but isn't this one of the things that makes it so that people have to you know, be watched over to make sure that they don't go the wrong way? You know, pulling things apart. Well, the problem is going to come when they um, create the zoo for it so people can come in and see the um, bacteria that's been wiped out for centuries and stuff. And then the bacteria is going to get loose and go on a rampage and destroy right. the park. Well, see, uh, it, it, uh, it does have some problems. Apparently, um, when they the, after the treatment, uh, the bacteria became misshapen um, and uh, became uh, uh, had a slowed down reprodu- reproductive cycle. So essentially, the other bacteria are looking here and they're like, you know, Larry's developed a couple extra humps, and uh, uh, one eye is like grossly bigger than the other now, and has grown te- tentacles. Well, Larry's in trouble. I yeah. think that this also makes that that bacteria man-made and therefore patentable, though, too. Well, yeah, if it does something that that's worth patenting. <laughs> yeah, but maybe the process though is worth patenting. Well, they could yeah. get those other uh, little bacteria or whatever they were those little cells from the frogs that were making themselves but it is the first step towards you know solving you know kind of where things came from right if we can if we can well maybe not because i mean we're we're i don't know does it i mean we're building our own um organism here for sure um i'm surprised i mean can you start with something smaller or or do you, or do you, or do you have to st- I mean do you start with the protozoan or, or something you know something a one celled organism or I mean because but um, E. coli is 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 fairly large, isn't it? Mm. Um, yeah. I have no Damn idea. it, dumbass! You need to now be a um, complete total <laughs> expert on the subject before you can put these articles in. You should know that by now. <laughs> My bad. Uh, Mia culpa. I'm sorry, guys. Let's... I let you down. 
Let's talk about uh, Blowfish. Hold on. I, will, I will now hand in my gun in my bag. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I, I have questions. I have questions. Well, let's, let's talk a little bit about Glowfish. Wait, did you put Glowfish in here? I didn't put Glowfish in okay. here, but we are talking about and we're talking about an organism that has been altered by man so that it glows under certain lights. And that organism is a patented organism. So you don't buy, you don't go in there and you buy a Tetra, you buy a Glowfish Tetra or you buy a Glowfish Barb. Oh, and this is something you can buy in a fish store now. This is something you can buy in a fish store. And they basically, um, apparently they enhance your, they apparently enhance your drug trip because they glow under black light. Oh, <laughs> oh, I see. So so this is for, for so when you go get your edibles or whatever, and uh, then you turn off the lights and you watch your glowfish. If you walk into a PetSmart right now, about half the tanks are going to be full of glowfish. Really? Yep. Well, they they've been dealing with Tetra that way for decades. I, I mean, that's interesting. So, so, so it's a um, uh, a GMO fish. It is a GMO fish. Yeah, and that they're selling. Of course, what happens if it gets into the wild? What if somebody goes and puts that in a stream? I don't know if they can survive in a stream, but I don't know. Also, I don't know if they can breed or anything else. Um, no, they can't breed. They can't. Uh, they're warmer waters, hotter waters. Yeah, but I don't know if they. I don't know if they're capable of reproduction. That's yeah. a good you guys, don't, don't you know that life will find a way? We do know that. <laughs> you, you know what? You know what life will find a way about? I don't know if I told you about my my dead fish. So I bought a dojo loach, and the first day I I brought him home. The next morning I find him floating on the surface of the water on his side. So I touched him, and he gave me an irritated look and swam down to the bottom. Repeat this same thing for like a week, and then suddenly he's acting like a normal fish again. And apparently dojo loaches also have the nickname of being pond loaches because they can be released into the wild and suddenly take over the ecosystem. So it's not, I guess it's tetra, it's also beta fish, it looks like. Uh, I know they do barbs, are that, uh, they the, do tetra. The they... Was, are you saying that the fish was trying to scam you into <laughs> thinking it was dead and throwing <laughs> it out into the water so that it, it, can, it could infest a new place? That's Did you let it walk... Did you let it watch Nemo? <laughs> or did you let it watch the uh, uh, freshwater... Uh, damn. <laughs> Jeremy Wake? Uh, I don't know that reference. River Monsters. And everyone's just completely... <laughs> no, we, we yeah. we're not getting it. <laughs> All right, I think I saw that. Oh. Uh, River so Monsters? it looks like Glowfish, the first fish were zebrafish. Now, okay, that makes uh, sense. Tetra, Barb's... Rainbow shark. I've I've seen the rainbow shark. Okay. And yep. And recently, Beta added to the lineup. You're right. Yeah. Interesting. Oh, okay. Yeah. That, that, yeah. The... Do betas need to be glowfish? Uh, they're, they're already pretty they're freaking all colorful. They're are they're already pretty uh, colorful, aren't they? Females. That that's except true. It's females. the males that the, yeah the males that are. And they, I think they were doing goldfish as well. Or. They, 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 they've got yeah, they've yeah, got quite the lineup now. Interesting. Goals. Yeah. I don't, see, I don't see. I don't see gold. I don't see goldfish. No, no, not the goldfish. But so there are some goldfish that long, thin tetras, tetras, sharks. Yeah. It says it's some sort of a shark. Rainbow shark. Okay. So you've got for your uh, your standard freshwater aquarium, 
The most common types of sharks are rainbow sharks, red tail sharks, albino rainbow sharks, and balo sharks. And I don't know if they're actually so, related to sharks or not. What, and and what what are they are they inserting genes from um, from um, what what am I thinking of? Um, they're insert, inserting genes from Chernobyl. No, from um, are they they're genes from jellyfish, right? For to make them glow. Uh, do we see we're doing this without an article? This would this would be an interesting one. Oh, it's not black LEDs; it's white LEDs. They're uh, brilliant under. Oh, and uh, I just found out that they apparently are breeding them true with the fluorescent genes. Right. So they can they can reproduce. Okay. See, but yeah, oh, but it, it's probably data. yeah. I don't know. Better. Anyway, all right. Well, very cool. Okay, so but that that's so we, okay. All right. Yeah, glowfish had done that quite a long while ago with. Uh, first ones, Daniels and the uh, Techers, <clears throat> but they've gotten a lot more, a lot more into it now. Yeah, I remember when they shipped those first Daniels out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they said Daniel is leaving tonight on a plane. Daniel, you guys want to find out why millennials have cho- are choosing to to live in sin and not get married? Because they can get blowfish. <laughs> because it's more fun that way. So. Why are why millennials aren't moving in together as as a trial marriage? So I, I think that I mean that this uh, at some point you know it um, you know, things change over time, right? I mean at the point where you you can't live together till you get married, but of course you know with our society eventually people started living together and they tried to living together before they would get married, right? That that's pretty common, Taxes I think. Don't help it though. What's that? Taxes don't help it though. Well, ta- you get more back from your more back from taxes not being married as you do to being okay, married. but millennials don't care because <laughs> they want more money. Though. Well, but here's the thing: is that so so what what this article this article is looking at a, a trend that they're seeing that happened very quickly amongst amongst a certain generation where where they're where they're no longer necessarily getting uh, where where instead of like moving in as a trial before marriage, they're actually moving in just as part of the dating process, right? Mm-hmm. And, and part of this, I think, is, is financial, right? That that it makes a lot yeah. of financial sense for them to move in because they can, you know, they can they can split, um, you know, they can split incomes. But yeah, so so but instead of but millennials instead of moving in to, together as part of a preparation for marriage to see how things work, they're just moving in together as part of the dating, and and they're not necessarily getting married. And I don't know what the rate of marriage is uh, amongst the uh, um, amongst the, the, this generation, um, but it's not. Uh, I think it's probably lower. But uh, but we've also seen trends as people get married later in life, they stay together longer, right? So they're less likely to get divorced. Well, we also did a show uh, a few back where the we did look at the factor that millennials were uh, people. We're not getting married as young as they used to. Right. P- yeah, people are getting married much older. Yep. Right. Yeah. So well, this- I think there's a, so many factors on this one, though. For okay. one thing, um, you know, the, the, the folks on millennials here, I know quite a few people my age that are doing that now. I am doing that now. Oh, okay. I mean, I'm, I'm, In particular, I have a long-term partner I've lived with. We're not married. Yeah, but you I got know... married once already. So this is this yeah, is this you know is... how that turned out. <laughs> 
Well, I mean, yeah, okay. Um, you say that, I, but you, you were, you guys were good for for a certain amount of time, oh yeah, right? I, I don't deny that. So, so that's I, I fine. So, that. listen, a marriage can last as long as it as long as it's, it's good, as long as it needs to, right? Yeah, right. But but here's the thing: at some point, happy marriages, people that are happy in their marriage, don't get divorced, right? Mm-hmm. Right. So, at some point, you guys became unhappy. Yeah, but there's also much. I, I know once more a lot of people who do it, and a lot of it is. Unique relationships. I do know of polyamorous relationships where, you know, three, four, five adults are all living together. Sure. And all in relationships with each other. Um, you know, that, that's becoming more and more common as well. The, you know, the, the, there's a lot. The, we as a society are doing some pretty big changes right now. And okay. I would not be surprised if our grandchildren's generation, polyamory was an extremely common thing. No one even thought twice about it. It's just, you know, except for, you know, the, the super religious will still hate it. But, There's also a lot of people you know, who cohabitate together who aren't having polyamorous. Yeah. Oh yeah. No. That, so, that, that, so, so you can have polyamorous. You can have non-polyamorous. You can have whatever you want. Yeah. And but I look forward that way too. I look forward to the day when somebody will introduce themselves uh, by saying, "Oh, this is my semi cousin. We share three of the same mothers." <laughs> so okay, but well, I so, told you one, one friend I know. She was talking about having a conversation with her parents about being um, polyamorous. And so she brings, like, the whole crew there. And, like, okay, who's this? Well, that's my boyfriend. That's his wife. That's her boyfriend. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you, you, saw, you saw that this starting to happen, kind of dabbling with swingers, right? Where, where, yeah. where couples would go out and, 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 and interact with these other groups and they would have sex with other people in, in these kinds of groups. And I think that, and I think that those kinds, uh, where, where at that becoming more socially acceptable, then I think, I think kind of the next step is these, you know, these more plural type marriages, you know, this polyamory. Yeah. And, and that's okay. I think, I, I, you know, that, that evolution to, to me isn't a problem. But what this article specifically is looking at, they're, they're, they're looking at a younger generation. And, and certainly these things that you're talking about have an effect here, I, I, I would tend to think. Um, they, they don't know um, for, for sure what, what, what's happening. This data is only good up until, the, you know, about 27 years of age. And so after that, we, you know, we just don't have any data. We don't know what they're going to do. But we know that right now that what people just kind of end up living together, right? It just it just seems that you know they they, they like each other well enough. They move in together, right? And and then if things don't work out, you know that then they go their own ways, and, and and they're not really even considering marriage, is what what it kind of sounds like. I I'm going to say from my own perspective that it's a lot more important to have somebody that you can just live with than somebody you can marry. Yeah, I agree sure. with that. that. And that's fine. Yeah, I, I think that there's something no. to do that. I have, I but, have, and uh, there's also, you know, we mentioned the financial need. I, it, you know, I don't know of any millennial that can really afford to live alone. No, and that's you part know, of the it, problem. It, yeah. Are you Ian? What? How old are you? Um, I'm I'm Gen X. I'm 47 oh. right now, so I'm I'm I think I'm technically Gen X. Oh, I thought I was older than you. No, I think the oldest one here is Mac. Yep. Yeah. Mac. I would have guessed that. Um, but I think I'm still, I think I'm still, I, I know I'm anyway. not, I know I'm not a boomer. Are you over 60? No. Nope. So you're under 60. 55. That's the two of us. Okay. But you're a couple months older than me. All right. Because I'm November. Well, so anyway, I, you know, I, I know that with each generation that, that there is a certain amount of bullshit that goes along with what people say about, you know, about, you know, millennials and stuff like that. But then there, there is some also some interesting pieces of data that show that really 
things are shifting. Society is becoming more comfortable with a lot of things. But we yeah. also see as as we become as as we see society becoming more comfortable with these things that there's a radical you know um, a minority of people who think that this 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 shows that you know um, that this is the the disaster for for. Um, uh, for for the United States and and that you know and that God is going to come and smite us because you know because uh, people are living together and not getting married, right? Where we we're seeing I mean, we're seeing this this vocal minority become even more vocal, even even you know where we're at a, we're at a point where most people think that abortion should be okay, right? Um, but we have this minority, this vocal minority that doesn't like it, and they're the ones pushing to to take it away. It's interesting how how important uh, the institution of marriage. Uh, become to people who don't even understand like marriage wasn't even something like the wasn't even a religious thing for most of the history of christianity yeah you know? yeah it's about 200 uh, it years wasn't even, the church wasn't even really involved with it it was just pe- people got together there they didn't sign up with the government or the church or anything they're just like all right uh i want to be your bride let's get married they sometimes had a celebration or a ceremony or whatever but uh, it was it was strictly about so, about um, about land, right? For the most yeah, part, it was about, it was about was property. A, a lot of it was a business arrangement. Yeah, exactly. Very uh, much a business maybe, arrangement. Maybe not necessarily land, but uh, marriage might have been, okay, I have money, you have a title, let's get together. Yeah. Yeah. And so, and but it oh, was yeah. so. It was about two hundred years ago that the Puritans brought marriage to to everybody, right? And 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 started insisting that everybody get married, right? Because because there's not if you didn't have any property, you 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 just you know you shack up with somebody, you know, you have some kids, and you know, and and you go about your way. And and marriage was for the rich. But marriage isn't even a word, Brian. What do you mean it's not a word? Of course, it's a it's word. A, it's not a word. It's a sentence. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, <laughs> well, I walked right into that one. You That's did. A few more. <laughs> of course, yeah. it's so All right. So, yeah. So anyway, so the, I mean, there was some other things that that were interesting in this article. Um, there, there's a lot of data here. I, I just I just find it interesting because, I mean, we, we we've we've seen this. We've talked about this stuff. And I don't care if people are getting married. I, I, I just think it's, it's, it's one of those institutions that may have that I kind of feel has run its course. Uh, well, I you think, even said you wouldn't have gotten married if it wasn't for the fact you needed her on your insurance. Right, exactly. I, yeah, yeah, exactly. That we did it for insurance purposes. Yep. And she has to, uh, you know, you're still alive. Well, and we're still together. <laughs> I mean, and we're, and we're, and we're, and we're oh, okay. pretty happy. That's why. Okay, yeah. yeah. That's why. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it works for us, right? It uh, didn't work for Mac, but Mac still has a roommate. Right, Max situation. Yeah. You know, they 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 got married, and then they moved into something else. Right? I mean, and well, um, to be fair, it didn't work for me twice, so possibly I don't work for it. <laughs> well, but but here's the thing: is that this particular time, though, at least you you still have that person as a, as a close friend, right? Somebody you yeah. get along with pretty well. Um, but you but you know, and your from needs the changed. first one, I've got a I got a wonderful daughter. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. So I mean, relationships don't have to be this cookie cutter thing that that, that yeah. you know that uh, that that society expects it to be. And the society and the societal expectations around cohabiting are very much changing. Waiting um, for the end of time. Yeah. So so if your daughter was mediocre, would it have still be worth it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it'd still be worth it. Um, were you referencing the meatloaf song? 
Mad yes. Cat? Yes. Okay. So now I'm waiting for the end of time to yeah. hurry up and, I, and I, I've seen those marriages as well where, you know, the, it's for the kids. It's the proper thing to do. Let's stay and be miserable no. together. I, I hate this idea that, that there's only that there's only one person that you're gonna that you're gonna live the rest of your life with. And, and in some yeah. cases, maybe that's fine. But but the, for that to be an expectation, this the expectation that marriage should last forever, I I I I think that that is is problematic. People are living longer, and and people are growing and changing, and and that should be okay. We shouldn't expect people to be the same people they were when they got married. I mean, they, they, people evolve. People well, want yeah. people want different things, and and you and your partner may not want the same things forever. There's yeah, so much I... more that is in life nowadays that there weren't back, you know, when it was expected to live with your partner until the end of time, because mm-hmm. you'd probably be together for maybe twenty years. Or, uh, and you for know, women, yeah, you'd get married at fifteen because you're expecting to die at twenty. Yeah, mm-hmm. so. Yeah, and that was never the case. Yeah, that is kind of a myth that uh, <laughs> uh, people lived until they they were like uh, thirty. And yeah, yeah, that's yeah. yeah, that's not no, true. It was basically if you could survive childhood, you um, you you could actually live quite a good life. But you know, the child mortality rate was so high. I think if you take away the child mortality rate, you probably expect to live to into your sixties. 60s or 70s, uh, I think, uh, yeah. I would have been dead. Yeah. I would have been yeah. dead just after 20, because <laughs> wisdom teeth and everything else, I'd have been gone. <laughs> what? No, yeah. uh, well, you, you I, say I, that. Admit, well, hold on, hold on. You say that the wisdom teeth thing is interesting, because my, I, I was reading about that not too long ago, and, and that has to do with the fact that we're not eating as hard of foods as we used to. <laughs> And, and so maybe you maybe maybe that wouldn't have been a problem. You know, wisdom teeth weren't always an issue, right? That that's kind of a newer thing too, and and, it, and it's because our diets have changed, and, and that that has made them unnecessary. That is interesting. Yeah, it was interesting. I, I should find that article that, and and put that into the show sometime. That I thought that was fascinating. But women women did die more often in childbirth. Well, this is a true. This is true. Mm. Yeah, you've also got that uh, that statistic uh, uh, skewing the numbers, at least for women, to a certain age as well. Yeah, because, I mean, if it hadn't been for modern medicine, my mom wouldn't have been around to have me. Because when Stephen was born, she had uh, toxoplasmosis. Uh, no, not toxoplasmosis. Oh, uh, yeah, I, um, because of positive and negative blood types, maybe? There, there, there's a, there's yeah. a real issue, is that if you're... If, um, if you have a negative blood type and your baby has a positive blood type, right? I mean, no, there's all sorts of things. That. That's, that's, not, not, that, that's, that's not toxoplasmosis. That's not toxoplasmosis. Oh, no, that, that's... No, uh, no, and it wasn't toxoplasmosis. Oh, that's the cat thing. Yeah, toxoplasmosis yeah. is, is cat box. Yeah, that's not what exactly it was. It was toxemia. Okay. Toxemia yeah, but, okay. afterwards. So there's a lot of different things that can go wrong. On yeah. But yeah, so I mean, that, okay, so uh, yeah, people didn't live as long. I mean, that that's not the argument here. The, the argument is that they didn't weren't dying when they were thirty five. That that average age life comes from when you add up everybody that was born, and, and that includes every baby that was born that that died prematurely. That's how they get that age group. It isn't it, you know. So what? I guess we should have looked at a mean average instead of the mode. I don't know which which one of those averages. Right. There's three different but- types of averages, and we're looking at the wrong one. Right. Yeah, I mean, I think uh, as as we've uh, started looking at women uh, uh, less and less as um, uh, I guess you could call them possessions or yeah, they're kind of property more 
Speak for uh, yourself. I, I think women were considered, I think, you know, property in the same way as children are property. Like, I think they were, like, just above them, but the man was at the top kind of deal. Yeah. Uh, we, we're, yeah. And getting, getting more and more away from that, it's just like uh, we're starting uh, to recognize that. Uh, and especially, like, we, we don't expect um, uh, uh, women to uh, be just one thing and... Uh, I, I think, like you were saying too, Brian, uh, also, like, I think a lot of people are realizing that uh, relationships don't have to be one person who will mean everything to you forever. Um, but yeah. the thing is, too, also, there is so much out there now. You live so much longer. There's You don't live that much longer. And, and Barbie can <laughs> well, be an astronaut now. Yeah, and the main difference is yeah, more people yeah. survive to adulthood. Right, and there's more things that you can do. There's more, I mean, it's not like you're born a farmer, you are I'll always be a farmer. Mm. Yep. You're I'm asking, you mentioned, you're always a you mentioned women can, being considered property, and I flashed back on the old uh, Monty Python on the Holy Grail, the line, why don't you want to marry her? She's beautiful, she's rich, <laughs> she's got huge tracts of land. I, it's funny because I have a um, a friend of mine, and her daughter is uh, th- th- she's living with the, with this other guy, and she has this expectation she 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 wants um, that this guy to ask her dad if he can ask for her hand in marriage. She has this whole you know the the, the whole thing you know that that she's built up that she wants, and and I'm like, why does she want that? She's not property, right? I mean that that's a, I just find that. That whole mentality insulting. I it, for to me it's it's disgusting that that, that she even thinks that this would, that that somehow that's romantic and that's what she wants. I mean it's her thing, right? Don't, don't get me wrong. That's what she wants. That's what she wants. But for me, I I, I find that I, I I I see that a little sickening. If if somebody comes to me and asks if they can ask for my daughter's hand in marriage, it's gonna be like, fuck if I know. Have you asked her? Yeah. Right, I mean, she's not my property. Someday right, my but but you know, but while we're at it, um, I, I'll tell you what the dowry is going to be. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I might as well get something yeah, but, out of but it. But some consider some people consider that to be Romantic. the epitome of respect. Yeah, I think it's a you ask, yeah, yeah. You ask your dad's permission, but yeah, I see what you're saying. I totally see what you're saying. Well, what's funny about it is that her parents. You know, they 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 went to the you know just of the peace and got married and that was it. They were done. You know, they didn't have a big ceremony or anything. So this is something that that she that she's come up with that she wants. It isn't you know it's not like her parents huh? did the same kind of thing, and they're certainly not encouraging it. You know, I I think uh, the I, th- I think the idea behind it. Um, I, I think it's kind of the the warm fuzzy idea of oh my 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 father being my protector. Uh, my my whole life, and uh, he he's the one. He, he should uh, if I'm making a bad bad decision here, uh, he should be the one to protect me against it. Uh, I guess uh, he he should because like he has my best interest in heart. But you know, I think that uh, if you're not willing to marry somebody in spite of uh, whatever your parents say, then you're really not willing to marry them. <laughs> I certainly did. That. Well, I've seen uh, like when I was in college, I was living in the dorms. Um, the other gals there actually had binders that they had been putting together since they were little. I mean, little of how their wedding was going to be. And I'm, I sat down and I'm looking at this going, you actually started this when you were how old? And you're what, 17 now, 20 now or whatever the heck it was. It's like, really? You know, 
I remember the time I was eight that we were going to have goldenrod and, you know, sweet pea colors. Have they grown the, uh, have they grown the irregular scales on their backs yet? Because that's a sign of a bridezilla. (laughs) I haven't done the, done the, uh, those, but some of them actually almost had enough to get their venue, uh, in some other country done. You know, (laughs) it's like. It's interesting. Okay. Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, I mean, and, and you know, other people's wants. I mean, I, I, I can appreciate that. But, you know, for me, if I, my feeling is that, you know, she's waiting for this guy to ask her to marry her. If she really wants it, go ask. You, I mean, you, yep. A woman can ask. There's but, no reason that you, you yeah. have to be asked. If it's something you know, that you want, you go get it. There is something to be said for, for going against your parents' wishes. Um, <laughs> you know, look at Romeo and Juliet. They went against their parents' wishes, and they stayed together for the rest of their lives. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. You, you know, um, it, it gets me thinking, you know, maybe, because, like, uh, I think uh, uh, maybe uh, our whole deal of popping the question should be done away with. Maybe it should be, instead of a, a question, it should be a discussion. It, it should be a, yeah. you sit down and be like, hey, uh, do you think we're uh, maybe ready to move to a new stage of our relationship? Should, should we maybe get married or maybe... Uh, Maybe we should uh, just like make a commitment to each other to stay to, stay together for the rest of our life and I, not go through all the paperwork or whatever they want. Or maybe we just maybe we're comfortable where we are. Like I, it should be a discussion between two people. I think you I nailed fully it. I agree. Yeah, I think you really nailed it there yeah. because yeah, because this idea that you're going to pop the question that that, that you, really there needs to be a whole lot of discussion that happens but before mm-hmm. the before the question. Yeah. I just put the I just put the uh, price tag for the ring in front of David's face and he screamed. And that was one thing, like, you know, as a writer, we, we had talked about George Armand earlier. One thing I realized with them is they've made no commitment ceremony or anything to each other. They are just a really strong couple. And technically, neither of them are necessarily the jealous type. So if they want to have an open relationship, they could. They just decide they don't want to. It's not one of these things that's, oh, we're married and we're committed. We have to follow these rules. They don't care about the rules. It's just how their relationship is. And they're not going to go and look at other people and say, you guys have to follow our guidelines because this is how we are. They're very big on, oh, we accept you no matter what. And that's one thing I've been trying to incorporate into my writings is more and more this idea of there are so many possibilities for relationships. And titles and commitment ceremonies and stuff like that aren't what's important there. There's other aspects that are actually more important. And that's one thing I think our society is headed towards. I mean, we can look at um, X-Men. They have gone and crossed the threshold. Cyclops, Wolverine, and Jean Grey are in an open relationship. Oh, that scares me. And, uh, you know, <laughs> I, I think that's going to be seen more and more, and, though. Um, I, I think, uh, I think uh, 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 Betty, Archie, and Veronica beat them by a long ways. <laughs> well, hey, when I was, uh, that's when toxic, I was a kid, we had, my parents were really good in the factor of knowing exactly how things had to be done. Whenever anyone said the word marriage and Sherry, my dad would say, "Oh, I'll get the I'll go get the ladder." <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I think I, th- I I think a marriage proposal requires a boombox, doesn't it? <laughs> I yeah, that, I was just yeah. going to say that 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 whole thing about having a discussion instead of a pop the question is it makes a lot of sense. But will our fiction ever let us do that? You know what? I think that if Ian continues to write his romance novels, we have a real chance. You know, Ian, uh, I, going back to remarketing that, 
<laughs> I, I, uh, I, I've got a line to put on your cover here for you. Okay. Their love oh, didn't yeah. just, their love didn't just break the rules. It made new ones. <laughs> Ooh, that would fit good. them. I like that. And flowing hair. All right, guys, let me talk about a scam that's going on. Really? Okay. One more thing. Let's Wait, cover one more thing. So, yeah, uh, is it, is it Miley, my, my, Miley Bialik? My, me, me, Bialik? Me, Mia, Mia. What is or it? The Maya, Maya, the Maya or Mia? Okay, Miss Bialik. <laughs> All right. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm getting the first name wrong, and I, I don't want to do that. Um, she's targeted by a CBD gummy endorsement scam. So what what uh, what happened was, uh, and probably is still happening, quite frankly, because I don't think these things go away, even after somebody declares them false, because what good does that do? Anyway... Um, there, there's these advertisements all over the place um, that that show uh, Miley. I want to say Miley. Amy, why? Maybe Maya Bialik. Uh, anyway, the, uh, uh, I believe I believe Maya Allen, right? Maya Allen. Maya. I've heard people say her name. Unfortunately, I'm messing it up. I, I apologize. Anyway, she they they started putting up these endorsement pieces. Um, for the CBD gummies, claiming that she, you know, uh, let's see, I, I would like to find the actual one of these that I can read. Um, it, the endorsement is is basically saying, that basically, that it's, it sounds like she's making these things and she's selling this product. And, 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 the, and she's the one, you know, that, that is endorsing this product to the world. Um, and, and it shows her and these CBD gummies and these pictures. And, and there's a whole bunch of, of bogus claims on there. And... And every so every all these people are out there doing it, and she finally put out a statement on Twitter saying um, that that these are this is not her, and and apologizing. She says everybody, it's so awkward. There are so many untrue things floating around the internet about about many public figures, but I want to address one uh, that looks one about me that looks very authentic, but is indeed a hoax. I am not selling CBD gummies of any kind and do not plan to do so at any point in the future. I have tried to get this removed with no avail. Uh, it's not real. So, so, and, but here's the thing is that it's so easy to do this kind of stuff on the Internet yeah. because – there's so no validation for for like these third party services that put up these ads. They they, they they're not no, none of these ads are being vetted, right? And and so a lot of these ads they come up with sponsored ads, but they're all over. <laughs> looking at the um, I'm looking at the Snopes piece. They're all over yeah. Fox News, all over Fox News. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's it's incredible that. But it so while while they're on the Fox News page. Right, these are third-party ad subs- ad subscriptions that you know come through the pages, and and I probably don't see these things a lot because I block all that stuff. Um, I heavily, I heavily block every ads. Um, Although in, in this day and age, where Willie Nelson, Snoop Dogg, and Mike Tyson all actually have their mm-hmm. own brand of pot out there, well, sure, <laughs> it, yeah, it's not that hard of a thing to say. Oh, <laughs> well, you know, I, why not I, another celebrity? So here, here's another one. Um, that that you see a lot, and this is Shark Tank, and this, they, they, these are Shark Tank um, that that be the people from the Shark Tank that are being represented as experts that are endorsing a keto diet pill, and I think I, I don't know, you know, I, I have no idea. I, I did some tried to do some research on these diet pills. 
I, I think that they, you know, what they're supposed to do is put the body into ketosis. And when you're in ketosis, you're supposed to be able to, you know, lose weight. But it, to me, it seemed very dangerous. But I think it's the kind of thing that, um, like it, like, what is it? The, the, um, like a no carb, um, diet will, can throw you into ke- well, ketosis. Just... Right. So yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, I, to me, it seems dangerous, but. Uh, but the Shark Tank has not endorsed this product, and and here and here's the thing: I think there's a lot of this stuff going on. When we see these advertisements, you know, it's it is so important to vet this stuff and try and, and try and figure out what. And particularly with these these products that um, are they're advertised as supplements, right? So so the FDA doesn't validate that any of these things work, uh, or even that they're safe. Supplements are in their own category entirely uh, i think it's just a huge problem that 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 these products are even allowed to be sold and and but because the the the, the advertising is fraudulent i mean there's no telling what what's in the actual product either yeah as far as the ketosis the ketosis process essentially your body starts converting the fats that you've stored into into compounds called ketones so it can burn them for energy but essentially you have to get yourself into a point of starvation to get that to happen yeah that's well that makes it so that the diet pill isn't a supplement they that would really be what they'd consider the you know uh, meal replacement and i will tell you honestly that if you are diabetic like i am this is incredibly dangerous even going on a keto diet is very dangerous, and diabetics should not do it. At least that's what I understand. So, and the the idea of the ketosis pill is that you can enter ketosis without doing any of those things. So that so it's basically eat whatever you want and still lose weight because your body will be in ketosis. And I, I just I and of course there's no there's no science behind that. Nobody's actually vetted that. And but yet and but they're out there saying it because and and they're marketing them as a supplement. Well, they're not saying my my MBLics. No, she's not saying it. She's not saying any of this. Shark Tank is saying it. But I said she's not saying. Yeah, I know. But it's it's the people who are making it. Yeah, that are selling selling these garbage products are. It's it's scary that these things are even available. Uh, stuff like that's been available for. I'm not just I'm not just talking about you know I I I think I think a lot of these supplements have a lot of problems. Oh, they they've had the supplements anything to do with dieting. And supplements or supplementation or meal replacements or anything like that for dieting, I just look at it as die with a key on the end. That's it. What yeah. happened to the good old supplements for dieting, like Speed? <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. Um, uh, well, I mean, remember there were we saw products for that that had to be taken off the market. I mean, eventually some of these things do get taken off, but it's so much harder to to track this stuff down anymore. I mean, you can still smoke cigarettes. Yeah, yeah. you absolutely can. Yep, even if you're a baby. Mm-hmm. Have you have you seen the baby smoking all the the, the chain smoking the cigarettes? Holy mackerel! Uh, I've seen that one. It's it's really sad. Sounds pathetic to me. Yeah, uh, well. Sad and pathetic. I. You know that they're, no. they're I don't know that it, it's bad, but but here's the thing: is that I can take any product I want and I can put anybody's picture I want on it and make any claim that I want, and that and and while it's not probably not legal, how do you prosecute? And how do you get and how do you get this fake stuff taken down? The internet is such a cesspool, and you know, and things like and in places like Facebook, you know, make it even worse. It's even easier to do this crap on Facebook. 
Oh, it's even easier to completely use a person's picture and create them in some other program, and it's not really their picture anymore, it's a thing of it, and just use that to create the look of a person actually holding on to a holding pill bottle in their hand. Well, that's but that's what they, that's you basically what they need done. A fancy yeah. technology for that. You can just do that in Photoshop. It's really simple to do it. Well, yeah, that's, that's the thing is that it doesn't require a fancy technology to do it at all. It's very simple. No, but I mean, they can make them. Don't overcomplicate it. It's unnecessary. Never mind. <laughs> yeah, but uh, it's just you know, a lot they can and do. And I can both attest to the fact that the fancy software is way neater. Well. Yes, exactly. The fancy software is way neater. Look at look at those advertisements. They didn't do anything fancy, and they didn't need to. And I bet you they're making money. Yeah, I don't know. I it 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 makes me very concerned. You know that 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 these things are available at all, but they are. They are, and it's. But I don't find that funny. Nope. Well, on that disappointment, say good night, everybody. Good night. If you've made it this far, that's an hour of your time you're never getting back. But the amateur skeptics appreciate you giving that hour to us. If you'd like to tell us how you felt about spending that hour with us, let us know at WTF at AmateurSkeptics.com. The Amateur Skeptics Podcast is distributed under a Creative Commons Share-Alike No Derivatives 3.5 license. Intro music by Peter Cannell. Find more of Peter's music at soundcloud.com forward slash P-K-A-N-O-L. Exit music by OFM. Find more of their music at myspace.com forward slash OFMHQ. Artwork for the Amateur Skeptics by Sean Smith Ford. Copyright Shadow Knight Digital Portraiture.